Hi, it's Cara here from The Sleep Method. Today, I'd like to talk to you about sleep cycles. This was actually a request from someone on Instagram. I thought it was a great idea to talk about sleep cycles. Um, so here I am <laughs> um, talking about them because we can tell a lot from someone's sleep cycles. And for babies, they change dramatically. So generally, when we are teaching our students about sleep within our sleep school, we start with adult sleep and we work backwards so that you can sort of see the difference between adults and infant sleep. So an adult will take a 90 minute sleep cycle. And what I mean by a sleep cycle is they will fall asleep and then 90 minutes later they will wake up. And as an adult, we generally just go straight back into another sleep cycle. We're completely unaware <laughs> that we are woken. Um, and we might wake up, go, go to the loo or whatever, get a glass of water, get back into bed hopefully fall back to sleep. For our babies and our children, um, they will only have a 90 minute sleep cycle when they get to school age. So around four years old, your child will have a 90 minute sleep cycle. And up until that point, their sleep cycle will be getting longer and longer as they get older. And for me, when I work with my clients, I can usually tell a lot about how sleep is, what the challenge might be based on sleep cycles. So for example, if you have a baby who wakes up after every single sleep cycle, if they are over four and a half months old, I would say that that's probably not normal. And we'd want to look at reducing those wake-ups. And from there, we might ascertain that it's because they are relying on being rocked to sleep or fed to sleep or they're uncomfortable, whatever it might be, we can tell a lot by sleep cycles. So in the first four months, we typically would expect babies to wake up anytime for a feed and it can be harder to tell if it's normal or not. So sleep cycles tend to be around 30 to 40 minutes long, not very long at all. And over the next year, two years, they are getting longer and longer. So a baby of six months might have a sleep cycle of around 40 minutes. And then you can have a child of 12 months will have a wake, um, a sleep cycle, sorry, of 50 minutes, and it just keeps progressing. And you'll notice, you know, some people will come to me and they'll say, after 40 minutes, my baby wakes up every single time. To me, that suggests end of a sleep cycle and they've just not been able to get themselves into the next sleep cycle for whatever reason that might be. Now, this is quite a um, vast subject and sleep cycles, generally, this is when it's better to look at things in a tailored way. But for me, what I notice the most about sleep cycles is when I see babies who are waking up halfway through a sleep cycle. Most commonly, you'll have a six-month-old who will do 30-minute naps, for example, and they wake up after 30 minutes every single time. That tells me they are stuck between deep and light sleep. So typically, after four months, babies start taking deep and light sleep within one sleep cycle. Just like you and I, they will fall into a deep sleep. They'll rouse into a well, they'll go into deep sleep. There's three stages of deep sleep. So they'll go into a deep sleep. They'll go deeper, deeper, deeper. Then they'll come out into a light sleep, wake. They might stir and go back to sleep. And they'll go into a deep sleep again. So deep, 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 light, wake. Deep, 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 light, wake. That is generally the sleep cycle. What can happen is you've got a sleep cycle, deep, 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 
Ah, really hard transition from deep to light sleep. It's an art form and young babies really generally don't know how to do it. We wouldn't expect them to, but it's really challenging for them. And it's usually around the half an hour mark. And then that's when they wake up and they're like, help me get back to sleep, please, because I can't get back to sleep um, and I can't get into my light sleep. Now, what's interesting from that is when we have babies who have short naps who then don't take their light sleep, they tend to make up for it in the early part of their evening. So this is why short naps can often be linked to babies who wake quite frequently during the night. If they haven't managed to take enough light active sleep in the day, they tend to crash headfirst into active sleep at night, take as much active sleep as they can for the early part of their evening. Once they've taken enough, then they'll go into a deep sleep. This is why you get sort of multiple early evening wake-ups because you've got babies in light sleep who are trying to catch up from the light, like with the light sleep they missed from lunchtime or earlier in the day. I know that's a little bit sciencey, um, but it's important because if you have got a baby who is waking a lot in the early evenings, have a think back to their naps. Are they getting long enough naps to be taking deep and light sleep? Because even just understanding that could massively help you. Even if they continue to take short naps, having the understanding of, okay, but I know what's going on now and why we might be getting early evening wake-ups can actually be really reassuring. Very common to have short naps, especially in the first six, seven months. So if you have got a, a cat napper, don't worry about it. Usually these things can sort themselves out um, or you might need to do a bit of work on independent sleep and how they fall asleep but that can be for a, another podcast or a, a discovery call, whatever, you know, works best for you. Um, but we can tell a lot by sleep cycles. So if a baby is waking up halfway through a sleep cycle, for me, I think they're getting stuck and they're not quite sure how to get themselves back to sleep. Again, the same can be applied for the end of a sleep cycle, especially around how they fell asleep. So it could be that they fell asleep on you and then they've now woken up somewhere else. As soon as a baby stirs, that's going to wake them from their sleep cycle and they're going to get a little bit muddled and a bit confused. So thinking about how your little one falls asleep can actually have quite a big impact on whether they can connect those sleep cycles. Um, some babies can do it. Some babies need a little bit of help, but it's all workable, all doable when a baby is ready. And if you're not sure of the signs of your baby being ready to sleep independently, you can find that in our um, self-settling guide, which is on Instagram to download, totally free. You can download it and have that information um, in the next few minutes if you wanted it. Um, so if we go back to how babies sleep overnight, generally they take the biggest chunk of sleep in the early part of the evening. And then from about midnight, one o'clock in the morning, this is when you might notice your baby stirs a lot more after each sleep cycle. This is really normal. They tend to take the deepest part of the sleep from let's say 6.30 till 10, 11 o'clock. And then it seems like babies everywhere stir at this time. It's really, really normal, really common, nothing to worry about. And then you do get more sort of multiple wakings more likely in the early part of the morning and this is because their sleep pressure is wearing off that pressure to keep them asleep is dwindling their melatonin production which is telling them to go to sleep that is also dwindling and 
their cortisol levels, which are their stress hormones, are rising really naturally. Nothing to be afraid of. Like we all need cortisol. It does a lot of good for our body, even though we always think of it as our fight or flight hormone. It also does a lot of good. And our body clocks and our baby's body clocks start producing cortisol to wake us up in the morning. Otherwise, we'd never wake up (laughs) Um, or we might be late. But um, that is why you get a lot more fidgeting in the early hours you get a lot more wakings in the early hours and it's much harder to get your little one back to sleep it's all to do with sleep cycles and the biology of sleep um the last thing i want to talk about with sleep cycles is actually um pain and discomfort around the digestive system we see a lot of links to babies who have got wind or who are constipated even reflux babies waking quite frequently overnight very common for them to have short sleep cycles so even when they might be take might be able to do sort of the hour even a bit longer um, than that sleep cycles they might be waking up after 30 40 minutes because they're uncomfortable all the time and what happens from there is even once you've solved the problem it tends to then be a habitual sort of short sleep cycle so it's really not uncommon if you've got a baby who has had digestive issues or reflux and they're still sort of having short sleep cycles overnight, that might be worth seeing somebody about to get some help with it because it can be habitual. But of course, anything medical, please go and see a healthcare professional. Um, That's more an observation from the sleep side of things when it comes to our sleep cycles. I hope you found it interesting learning a little bit about the science behind the sleep cycle. Um, I tend to go from like one thing to another. So if you have any questions, please head over to Instagram. I'm at the sleep method UK or pop me an email car at the sleep And I hope you have a great day, evening, afternoon, wherever you are listening to this. I'll speak to you soon.